Goose house. All right, so yesterday we talked about Alton McCaskill on the move and where guys could end up in the draft and where they could be on the move too. But today, is Coach Kelvin Sampson also on the move? You are Locked On Cougs, your daily podcast on the Houston Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cougs, the daily podcast about your Houston Cougars. I'm your host, Houston-born teacher and coach, Parker Angers. Hit a break down all things Cougs. If you're a U of H fan or just a hater who came to stop by, please be sure to subscribe down below. That way you can listen to Cougs into your newsfeed each and every day. We appreciate you making Locked On Cougs your first listen of the day. We're getting close to 1,200 subscribers on YouTube, so it's good to see you again as we do every day to the everyday in the crowd. Remember, at 1,250, giving away... A hat like this one with the cougar paw on the front, locked on the sides, the Nike Dry Fit style hat. Great hat for the gym, great hat for wherever you like to be and root on your cougs. Now, I got a couple things to talk about here today, but first, um, remember that to enter that contest, you got to hit subscribe so we get uh, 1250. We're doing something every 250 subscribers. And you also make sure that you like and comment so we know in the contest. If after listening to this today, talking about uh, Kelvin Sampson potentially taking an NBA job and some baseball talk at the very, very end of this bonus episode. You just don't want to talk Cougs anymore. Tell me it's the end of the school year for us. Uh, what'd you write in people's yearbooks? Generally speaking, I, I was not quite a hags person, but some people are those people. Um, all right. So today's episode, first of all, programming update. This is a shorter bonus episode. The full length episode actually got later today. Um, we got to talk to uh host of BY who's blocked on BYU, Jacob Hatch. Uh, we talked with Jake about like both Cougar programs coming to the Big 12, the similarities, the differences, and those kinds of things. Um, we hope to do more you know, crossover t- content with other Big 12 schools, kind of get acquainted with the conference between now and next fall. Obviously, Jake being first because we're both Cougars, but also FanDuel thinks of us both similarly, and we get to that in the episode as well. That's later today but before we get to that um some breaking news out of houston on wednesday that kind of shocked a lot of people that we got to talk about a little bit in the first segment here and the second short segment again this is a shorter episode will be about the baseball program kind of wrapping up um the regular season this again kind of but wrapping up the regular season weekend we're also going to have a bunch of going into the postseason content for you on monday for baseball so a lot of baseball talking in a couple days first things first though the news is real. Um, there was a Woj bomb dropped on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I get those things on alert. I'm sure most of you have said as well. But the Woj bomb very simply said that Houston head coach Kelvin Sampson had visited the Milwaukee Bucks in regards to their head coach vacancy. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks, do remember fired head coach Mike Budenholzer after failing to get out of the first round as the first overall seed in the NBA playoffs. They fired him, I believe, it was May 4th. Um, so, you know, worth pointing out, Mike Budenholzer was an NBA champion and those kinds of things and da-da-da-da. This is not an NBA show. This is Kelvin Sam's show and a Houston Cougar show. And so I think we got to look at, like, what exactly 
is going on there. It's worth pointing out as well, uh, just before that, around the same time in the last couple of weeks, it appears uh, it was reported by a couple of outlets that Kelvin Sampson and Houston were working on a, quote, revised contract. Um, and so there's part of me that thinks this is just a giant get me a little bit more money in that revised contract kind of play worth pointing out with regards to Milwaukee. That's not just some random team looking for a darn good basketball coach. Uh, General manager, John Horst was in their offices in their front offices when coach Kelvin Sampson was there as an assistant coach after his exodus from Indiana. Um, Sampson did do this in 2018. He kind of looked around similarly um, and was quick to, eventually come to Houston, stay in Houston um, and sign for a little bit more money, squeeze a little bit more money, more money out of it. Cause he had demonstrated, you know, like, look, this is out there for me um, for whatever it's worth. Um, some people have argued it's posturing. Some people have argued it's fake. And some people have argued Samson's very far from both of those things. Um, but Samson apparently did text multiple outlets, Houston Chronicle, Paper City Mag, et cetera. Um, people that cover the Houston Cougar basketball program that, uh, he can't wait to compete in the Big 12. Go Kooks. That was the text to multiple different people that cover the program in response to the Wojnarowski report. Now, um, I think part of the reason that this report makes sense is, frankly, the money of the whole deal. Mike uh, Budenholzer, the previous head coach after winning an NBA title, signed an extension where he was making an average of $8 million a year. I don't know if Samson was like, going to that much money. He's not an NBA champion head coach, although I argue he could be if he just coached that. But um, don't go. Um, but that $8 million that Budenholzer is making per year is more than twice as much as what Kelvin Sampson's slotted to make next season. Currently, he's going to make $3.4 million next season. And the incentives in Sampson's contract is every NCAA tournament he makes adds $100,000 to his base salary. So theoretically, making the tournament next year would mean that then he has a base level of 3.5 the year after and so on, right? Um, Kelvin Sampson is 67 years old. And I think that's worth mentioning in this because I don't think he's got a whole lot more steps, steps and stops left in him. We'll get to more of that in a second. But truthfully, a move to the NBA would probably be his last step. Like he would be done with college basketball. Not a whole lot of guys getting into the college game in their 70s. Laren Yeager and Patino kind of being outliers there. But you see a lot of coaches dismiss guys in their 70s like Beheim or Krzyzewski or Roy Williams. I guess some of those are you know more cordial, but you don't see a whole lot of guys getting into it. So leaving Houston at 67 would probably be his last college stuff, uh, last college coaching. Um, in his time at Houston, Sampson is 30, 323 and 74 in nine years, five straight NCAA tournaments, four straight 216s, a final four in the middle there. Um, you know, and for what it's worth, all of that college success is not NBA success, and there are other pro coaches out there with rings. I mean, Nick Nurse, um, you've got Doc Rivers. Um, you could also see, you know, Monty Williams just doesn't have a ring, but has NBA Coach of the Year award fairly recently. So you could see other guys fighting for that job. So Milwaukee could also be using Samson as a way to lower the price for those other coaches, right? To be like, hey, listen, we can get a really darn good coach, and we just have to beat 3.5 we might only offer you five or six because we can get that guy for four or whatever, right? Uh, they, whether or not that's true, they may be using him to posture to other candidates with good resumes. Um, I do think, though, while I think this is mostly smoke and mirrors and he may be helping his buddy out again, he's, he likes the people up there in Milwaukee from his time there and spoke very fondly of them. Um, I think this is just a meeting and a visit to kind of 
potentially get both sides what they want to give Milwaukee a coach a little bit cheaper than they thought they might have to pay because, again, they have the threat to hire Samson and to get Samson a little bit more money than he's making currently. Um, there will be a life after Kelvin Sampson, right? I mean, his son is the head coach in waiting, Kellen. Kellen does, uh, first of all, is a very highly regarded assistant, and lots of people have tried to or have leaked they would like to poach him at some point, and the family's like, no, he's in Houston. He's going to be here and run this program. Um, Kellen is highly regarded and does a bulk of the recruiting work, um, works directly with the big men, uh, was a college guard under his father at Oklahoma, understands the system from that vantage point as well. Um, at some point, this will be his program. We're kind of hoping that Kelvin would run it in the first couple seasons of the Big 12 because he is familiar with the Big 12 and high-end basketball, right? Um, but I, I think that it's safe to say that the program isn't safe hands either way. I just don't think that there's any way that Kelvin leaves right now. Um, Pesman did say that there's got to be, this is a quote, there's got to be some forethought, especially at a program that is elite like we are, that what Kelvin and Kellen built to this point, that we make, sh- or, uh, we make sure to we maintain it uh, whenever that happens. Speaking of Kelvin, um, we want it to be a long time from now. We want, it, uh, we want to keep it as good as possible for Kellen. Part of that is, keeping Kellen here and make sure that Kellen knows there is a path forward to the future um, financially and a path for him to be here as the head coach and what that looks like. So again, Pesman is looking forward to keeping both guys here long-term and to make sure Kellen knows that he will be here longer term. Um, Paper State reported in you know more detail that Pesman is determined to keep them both here. Um, and I think that's what takes me to things like after the East Carolina game. So if you remember East Carolina, Houston goes to East Carolina plays in the state of North Carolina uh, earlier in the basketball season, like mid February, I want to say. And coach Sampson is from North Carolina. Remember his dad is a Lumbee from North Carolina, part of the tribesmen there. Um, and, you know, it represents the area really, really well and thoroughly. Um, and after that game, Sampson outlined his journey from Pembroke, North Carolina, across the country, uh, ends up at Washington State, um, then ends up at Oklahoma, and then Indiana, and then Milwaukee, and then briefly in San Antonio, and then Houston, and right? Um, and then goes from within Houston, from the Rockets to the Cougs. Um, and it was all really, really heartwarming. And he ended that by talking about how, like, in Houston's the last stop. And I, I understand this visit did happen, um, and that, like, there are reasons that it would make sense, but I also see Kelvin Sampson's guy that is a pretty straight shooter on a lot of these things. And I have no indication again, that he would jump ship to go coach an NBA team. I get why Milwaukee is an attractive option for a bunch of NBA coaches. But again, this strikes me as the NBA front office that Kelvin knows personally is looking to maybe get a little bit lower price tag for the coaches they're looking at. And Kelvin Sampson is looking for a little bit higher price tag for the job he's got. And he, is, he and his buddy Milwaukee are both like, oh, we can help each other out here, right? Um, would not be the first time that kind of thing happened in the soap, uh, I would say soap opera or drama that is NBA coaching carousels. Um, but it's also worth pointing out that like, you know, if I guess technically if this were to happen, the sky would not be falling for the city of Houston or the University of Houston for sure. Um, quite interesting timing from a lot of fronts. Um, for one, the Houston Cougars are in the middle of 
trying to find someone to fill that last scholarship spot. I'm sure I'm showing him more about that in the coming days, but the transfer portal having closed a week ago and NBA combine stuff happening and the lottery and that kind of stuff. I'm sure somebody will be coming back to school and find a spot in Houston very, very soon with that last scholarship pot spot. Houston is available. Also interesting from an, like, you know, it's not exactly like the dead period of the offseason where nothing's happening. You've got recruiting happening uh, for 2024s and, you know, Houston's got, some guys, but could fill out the class more thoroughly and stuff like that. Um, all interesting things, especially when you factor in that, like, this kind of came out of nowhere. There was no indication that Kelvin Sampson was looking at pro jobs or that he would be. Again, Milwaukee has an appealing one. It's got what might be one of, if not the best player in the world, um, as well as other very complimentary pieces was just just won the NBA championship a couple of years ago. Um, I just, even as appealing as that is, don't think this is a real thing. Samson's actually looking at as much as he's looking at to just make a little bit more money. I think aside from the relationship with, with Milwaukee 2018, the same kind of thing happening makes me think it feels more and more and more like that. The other interesting piece of this is that um, Calvin Sampson's kind of making the media tour this week, uh, including throwing the first pitch out at the baseball game on Thursday. I want to talk some more about those baseball games with Cincinnati start this weekend, start on Thursday. However, first, let's talk about something you should wear when you go to the ballpark to watch these games, and that are your bird dogs. Now, I tend to think I look and feel better wearing bird dog shorts out and about on the weekends. I like the pants to work. They're a comfortable khaki to wear to work um they have they're versatile uh it's one pair of shorts or pants that i can wear to the golf course to work to a meeting to you know if my wife and i going on a date even it's been a long time it's one of those probably need to probably need to do that my bad um hanging out with friends out in the pool out working out wherever you can do it and all of those different things i've got them on i'm not gonna stand up and show you i got them on right now they're super comfortable got a nice liner to keep things in place as well um make sure you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college we enter that promo code that is locked on college they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every single order so make sure you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college to get you some new pants and shorts for the summer today they're super 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 comfortable look and feel great with bird dogs all right, last and quickly, uh, Kelvin Sampson is throwing out the first pitch for Houston versus Cincinnati this weekend. Um, Houston maintains in baseball a half-game lead over East Carolina in the conference. Remember that half-game being because uh, a couple weeks ago they had to rain out, they rained out, uh, lightning died, I should say, a conference game. East Carolina has South Florida this weekend. South Florida Simply put, is not good. They are 19 and 34, 7 and 14 in conference. So Houston probably needs to win all three games in Cincinnati to maintain that half game lead in first place heading into the conference tournament. Um, they are 20, Cincinnati, that is, is 23 and 29 and 9 and 12 of contra- in conference. So it's not unheard of. Um, I will say that while it's not unheard of, like weird things happen in baseball um you know not only is there no crying in baseball weird things do happen in baseball houston themselves for instance is 31 and 20 but 15 and 5 in conference remember um they had a losing record uh, 12 and 13 just before conference play and are now 31 and 20 so again weird things do happen in baseball but 31 and 20 is starting to look better and better as year goes on um 
Tuesday's finale, I guess last Tuesday was finale. Oh, it was supposed to be the finale to the Don Sanders Cup with Sam Houston State. That game got canceled because of rain as well. So not a conference game, but did get canceled because of game, uh, rain. So the most recent out of Houston Cougars was a win over Tulane from the weekend, um, 17 to 11 on Sunday. They also first were swept the series. They won the first game, nine to three, second game, five to four. And the third game was that 17 to 11 thriller right came back from behind ended up winning by six big big time game on sunday hopefully has a more big uh high scoring out against cincinnati this weekend uh star of the show last week was justin murray he was conference player of the week last week uh he hit 10 for 18 which is good for uh, 556 batting average six runs one uh home run and thus seven rbi as well big big week out of him hopefully have another big week at him this weekend you got zach arnold as well malachi lot chipped in some last weekend maybe we could see him more this weekend as well so again go check out the cougs in their final regular season series of american athletic conference play this weekend we host cincinnati be sure you got the ballpark cheer on wear red be loud etc uh, we'll be talking some on i believe it's monday's episode about the wrap-up of the Houston Cougar regular season and heading into conference tournament time and then moving on from there and so on and so forth. With a little extra baseball talk next week as we get into that postseason. Got some high hopes for these Cougs, if I'm being honest with myself. They're a fun team to watch, so you should go watch them. Speaking of things to watch, we appreciate you making Locked on Cougs your first listen and watch of the day. Remember, we're having a second episode come out later today, so if it's like after lunchtime, go check. It might be up right now. That's a crossover pod with uh, Locked on BYU. Thank you all so much for making us your first and potentially second listen of the day, I guess I should say at this point. Um, if you're looking for a second or third listen of the day after listening to a bunch of stuff on the Cougs, I'm going to recommend... Well, I guess I probably ought to recommend Locked on BYU because he's done a bunch of these crossovers. He's already been doing that. We're doing that over the course of the summer. He's doing that this spring uh, with other Big 12 schools. So go check that out. Also want to uh, recommend Locked on Rockets. Jackson's doing a great job uh, grappling with the fact that he's and Rockets have the fourth overall pick and not the first overall pick. So make sure you go check out that show as well. Locked on Cougs, the Proud and Red Locked on Podcast Network. That means your team every day. Go Cougs. <laughs>